Silver God, prepare for rebirth! Ooh. Oh! Wrong switch! Cells. Work your astounding scientific nonsense! Fetal stem cells? Aren't those controversial? In your time, yes. But nowadays, shut up! Besides, these are adult stem cells, harvested from perfectly healthy adults whom I killed for their stem cells. <laughs> Watching the game, smoking some butt. Are you all alone? What's up? What's up? Who's that? Yo, pick up the phone. What's up? What's up? Yo, Duke, pick up the phone. Yo, what's up? What you doing, son? Nothing. Just chilling. Chilling. True, true. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the way it's a brilliant ring. So I'll remove the corners. But not the symptom. What if my legendary acting ability didn't rise from the grave with me? I'd better test it with a dramatic. Is he all right? Boss! Welcome back to my way. It's Shocktober. Shocktober. Welcome back gotcha, bitch. to Mind Wave version 5. Gonna do things a little bit different this time. Gotcha, bitch. Every single second of the show is gonna be like this now. We're gonna jump around a lot. Yahoo! I mean, we've always done that, but we're gonna do that. A lot more. And you know me. You know me. I like to say we. I like to say we when I talk about Mindwave. But for a long time, it's just been me. I have an announcement, lady girls and gentle boys. Mindwave is getting a new host. 
slash co-host. Let's meet him. It's just, yeah, let's fuck it. Let's just, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Studio Stargazer, uh, the next generation. Yeah, if you want to call it that. First, first guest <laughs> in the new studio, which I love. Flowing By the way, fantastic. it looks fucking amazing mm. in here. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, we should we should fucking play with voices. Let's see if. Uh, well, what what would you like me to do? I mean, I'm Russian. I do anything. You can't switch these in real time, can you? I no. do not know. No. I am technologically illiterate. So we're going to write you into script as... Uh, okay, so... Number one, we have Sherlock and Holmes. Number two, Anatov. <laughs> uh, four... U I A T six. Want you for that, Sherlock and Holmes? I wouldn't even know where. Fred probably has something for uh, either, but I, I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't have anything for that. I would need some lines for that one. Uh, Gotta get that. Like, as long as I got some mines, I pretty much got you, bruv. <laughs> we have an in-studio guest. Uh, can you send me a sample uh, text from uh, for either Sherlock or Holmes or both or whatever? Will you send me a sample text at your leisure, please, if you were still active in Cycle? Um, also, with that, if I'm getting a sample text, I have to know what is the mood of the scene. Mm. I might be able to... What can I find? Like... Oh, I can't... Mm. That's unfortunate. Mm. We have the sample script from the prior and the prosecutor. Would you like some tech support? <laughs> I mean, I work for the Microsoft company. <laughs> I can help you out. I just need you to go to TeamViewer and send me your link. So that... I can access your computer or <laughs> tablet. Uh, fucking I, Indian scammers. Worst. Oh, Worst. dude, you don't even want to know. Like, last week, I sent some scammers for a fucking loop. You have no idea. 
I haven't had the 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 uh, courage to fuck with any of them. But I've had them like be like, "Oh, you're at this address. This is your name." And then they were like fucking with my Wi-Fi powered smart light bulbs and shit. You want to know something Turning funny? off my lights, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm fucking out of here." You want to know an easy way to find out where they are? I don't care to know. So. I'm going to tell you anyways, because it's funny as hell and super easy. So when you open up a browser, right, and they're using TeamViewer, okay, open up the source code for that page, Mm. and you can see their IP address when they connect. I would not doubt it. I I use uh, the VPN like all anytime I'm on the computer. Computer. This is the mach- This is the machine. This is the starship. No, see the difference between me and you is I don't use VPN because I want them to find me. Oh, oh I have fun with them. <laughs> Dark symbiote. This is Optimus Prime. Otherwise, transform and roll out. Let me see if I can take the reverb uh, of the space. So, 
let's do uh, like a. <laughs> okay, let's um, do some improv with demons in hell, and uh, we're we're at a sandwich. Heracles, I have a question for you. Enough. I was on the bike. Do still? Villain bad guy. I love being those characters. 
I don't know why, but my favorite one is atmospheric readings in sector two. <laughs> atmospheric readings in sector two. Depleting. Oh, God. Writing that dialogue is so fun, too. I have um, some fake ad copy for, like, we're going to do the space radio thing. Um, and have fake ads come on. And my favorite one is, um, Jesus, you know. What the fuck is it? Um, oh, so instead of using terms like day and night, because there is no night in space, we, we use cycles. Instead of good morning, you would say good cycle. Good cycle, citizen. <laughs> we would like you to welcome another day on the SS, you're fucked. <laughs> and um, days are referred to as up cycles. Down cycles are sleep. So, um. Can we fix the latency on my end? Hmm. I am a millicycle off of accurate. Perhaps that is contributing to the power of your vocal performance. Diagnostic. <laughs> running. 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 You're running. still coming running. in low. Running. Too low. Running. 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 Altitude. Running. Low. Diagnostic. Low. Vocal output sufficient. <laughs> Vocal input lacking in speed. Reinitializing core audio in three, two, one. Main computer. Question. RC input slightly off. Your levels are still too low. Altitude insufficient. Warning, warning, warning. 
oxygen levels on deck two insufficient. There is much latency on your microphone. I have noticed. Why is that? It may be because my decibels, or maybe my voice is too low. I stole a sip of your monster. Oh, that's on point. That your cab was turned off. That's oh, main computer. There you go. Question. Proceed. Inquiry. What is the current stargate? Gotcha, bitch! What is today's stargate? I use Irish males The current star date is 47634.44. Incorrect. The current star date is 4763.91. Perhaps. Mine is more accurate. Nine. Incorrect. Twenty-one. You are forgetting B.C. Current result. Oh. Current result. Nine. Nine. Three. Five. Three. Point. One. Nine. Correct. If you are bored. I do not like Star Trek. <laughs> As do most people in this day and age. However, I do like it ever so slightly more than most Star Wars. Incorrect! <laughs> the Mandalorian is my spirit animal. Correct! Uh, love the Mandalorian. Not a super huge fan of the prequels. Main computer. Inquiry. Accepted. Did you know that the Mandalorian is only half correct? Perhaps. Example. It's so fresh in my mind. That's why you keep a notepad. 
Usually I don't have to have a notepad. The Mandalorian right there. <laughs> is my shit. Space Western. By the way, UI86 is a space western. Did I mention that it's space western? Computer. <laughs> no, you didn't. Correct. My sci-fi story is magic. Would you like to hear Gary tell the story? Did you know that Gorga was not his name? Clarification required. What is Gorga? Gorga is the alien species akin to Yoda from the same planet. This is something of which I was unaware. Gorga's name was unknown throughout the entire oh. Mandalorian arc. A uh, point of objection. You are referring to Grogu. Grogu. Excuse me. My central processor seems to be experiencing a malfunction. Please excuse me while I repair. Repairing. 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 I like how in The Sims 4, the robots need repairing. help repairing them. And repairing. sometimes they repair each other. Repairs complete. <laughs> Alert. I am dying. Error. Error. Connection to main unit incomplete. Mm -hmm. Reestablishing connection. Error. Error. Proximity alert. Error. Distance to Error. microphone insufficient. Cannot comprehend. Error. Dude, you get the, the halo ball thing down like. It, yours is better than mine. I that fucking that little big ball. Can we switch world. back to normal vocals for a second? Clarification required. Would you like to resume? Main computer Wrong. request. Switch back accepted. to normal calm. Request acknowledged. Processing. Thank Processing. you. Processing. Processing. Inquiry complete. Reinitializing core audio in three, two. Diagnostic. Running. 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 You're still coming in low. Too low. Running. Running. Altitude low. Altitude low. Reinitializing core audio in three, two, one.
to the back of the mic. <laughs> Adorable. He was talking into the back of the mic. <laughs> Cardioid condensers. They do have a front. <clears throat> so mind wave is back. <laughs> I want to... Like... Mm. <laughs> Not gonna apologize for making it dramatic. <laughs> but I am taking away that, like, okay, I need to stop expecting myself to make shit for Mind Wave. Because reality sets in. I have to go back to work to work in the real world to make money. I've been fortunate. I've had unemployment and pandemic relief. All of that is gone. It has all gone away. I would like to think that I spent it wisely. But I'm going back to work. Which means, no, I'm not going to promise you shit for episodes on a schedule. Except for You will get magical, everlasting gobstoppers of candy crunch amazingness. Imagine. Small bits all smashed together, all gooey and sticky with sprinkles and color <laughs> and sparkles. Because I think that's how Mind Wave should be. And moving into uh, V point uh, zero five zero zero. I'm assuming there's going to be lots of iterations, but this is like version five point of the show. Because I've had to change the idea so many times which is the thing that I want to stress to like anybody out there okay who is trying to have a show you're trying to come up with one you gotta ride those waves let it fucking change come up with better ideas come up with cooler ideas it will change again It's like living in the desert. If you don't like the weather, just wait after. 
That shit spins on a nickel. <laughs> and so do I. Uh, which is why I'm meant to be here. Coming to you from Studio Stargazer's new location, which is and fucking tastic. I love the new studio. It's amazing. I've already had guests, even though I was like, no, we're not until this place gets unpacked. No, like night one. Had an amazing in-studio guest, as you heard. Super excited for Freddy to get in here and do all kinds of voices with me, because he lives like two blocks away. Stumbling distance, super helpful. Love Freddy. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna make a big announcement because I usually put out, that's how I put out my big dreams as kind of like pronouncements like this will happen. Um, one of those dreams is actually coming true because of my partner, David. Stargazer Ranch is about to be a real place on Earth in the Old West. I was like doing the we bought a zoo thing, but like we bought a hey. ranch. Guess what's back? My favorite holiday. My favorite season. Shocktober <laughs> is back. You want me to try to scare the crap out of you if you're one of the careful listeners? So let's talk costumes, how you feeling, what you dressing up as this year. Is this still too early? Okay, 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 I know. Eat the Yes. 2021 was not super much better than 2020. But you know what? We're celebrating October. The whole month, bitch. So come hang out. Come have a drink. Come say hi. Leave us a voicemail. For example, Shocktober. And the BTC. Shocktober. Hot and spicy. Shocktober. Hellfire challenge. Shocktober. Rome. Come join us. Wanna hear a timely allegory? Come over to Fred's front porch. Sit down, we'll tell you a scary story. And if you happen to be in Bisbee, Arizona, you can come find that shit. At BTC. If we scare the shit out of you, that's that's the goal. So we're gonna podcast like but you should be like definitely be ready for a disclaimer on this shit. Uh, we're going hard. Just going free, free balling it over the track I made last year. I don't know uh, what's in here. I don't quite remember it. <laughs> but oh, drinks. It's Halloween. 
party this year. Ugh. I was uh trashy Lilu Dallas multipass last year. I don't know if I have enough to invest in a costume for you fucking bitches to throw y'all a literal Halloween party. Ooh. Ooh. I love this time of year. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I don't even remember. All I remember is it's Shocktober. All month long we're celebrating. We took only through fire and we turned it into a western. Okay, so go fucking listen to that at studiostargazer.org or come visit the Hellfire Challenge Room at the BTC in Bisbee, Arizona. Check our website for showtimes and details. Studiostargazer.org
blood moon. Is everyone here? Let's all find a place around the campfire. You should find a good stick for marshmallows. You want them golden brown, but you don't want to set them on fire the way Wilbur just did. Did you burn your hand, Wilbur? It's okay about the stick. There are plenty more around here. It's time for the campfire story. Now, usually I tell you made-up stories just for the fun of scaring you to death. You might remember last year when Ashley jumped about 11 feet in the air at the end of the Golden Arm. This year, though, I'm going to tell you a story that I'm told is true. I heard it directly from the woman who experienced it, so I don't know how much more certainty I can give you than that. It begins in 1982, the year after I graduated from high school. It was the beginning of autumn, just like it is now. And from what I understand, the house where it happened is on the other side of this hill. But don't let that bother you. It was a long time ago. My friend was just learning about Christianity. She was taking classes at her church, and she was enjoying learning about love and charity. The pretty parts of her practice of religion were endearing to her. They gave her faith and hope. They made a difference in her life. One Sunday, she and her husband met a homeless man in their congregation. Brent had been going from home to home within the church to find a living space. He had a job, but even 40 years ago, that didn't always mean you could afford a place to live. He wanted a more permanent living situation, and my friend and her husband behaved as true Christians, and they showed love and charity by renting him their extra bedroom with a bathroom of its own for only $100 a month. Even 40 years ago, that was an excellent price for rent. Things went well for everyone for the first few weeks. Then came the harvest moon. It was a rare supermoon eclipse, which is when the moon turns blood red. Some even call it a blood 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 blood. The world seemed just a bit off. It was the same sort of moon hanging in the heavens tonight. The sky glowed a dull crimson, and the rain ripped lightly from the sky, creating surreal scarlet pools. It was a night you knew something strange would happen, and strange was too light a word for what occurred. That night, in the eerie atmosphere of light rain and red moon rays. Brent went out on a date with a girl he had met recently. He had been very excited about going, and my friend and her husband were happy for him. He stayed out late, and they went to bed, just as on any other night. 
just after two in the morning, my friend woke up to strange growling noises. She had a dog named Bubba, a beautiful golden retriever, whom had been passed along to her because he was lost and no one could locate his owner. She assumed it was Bubba growling, but she couldn't see him from her bed. The house was being remodeled. There were tools and unfinished walls scattered through the upstairs where she and her husband occupied one room while their son occupied another. There were hammers, nails, saws, and an assortment of other sharp objects which presented no significant danger so long as the law of gravity continued to apply to the universe. As she laid in bed, trying to determine the source of the sound, heavy footsteps began ascending the stairs slowly, as though each new step was an effort. The growling grew louder, and then there was a thud as though someone had fallen to the ground. She woke up her husband, and they grabbed their robes and dashed to the door. She yelled for her son to wake up, and when she got to the hall, she found Brent on his back, spinning like an out-of-control carousel at the top of the stairs. Brent babbled strange words from a language no one had heard for millennia. The voice coming from his mouth was not his own. He foamed at the mouth. My friend grabbed her husband and son, and all three scrambled down the stairs as fast as they could go. When they arrived in the living room, they heard a thunk, thunk, thunk sound descending the stairs. When she turned, she saw Brent on his back, sliding slowly like a serpent slithering down the stairs. Suddenly, his body slid up the wall as the law of gravity lay shattered at Brent's feet, and he hung upside down, his hands extended as though he were hanging on a cross. His bare feet were on the wall, and his head was on the bottom step. The foam continued to spew from his mouth, accompanied by words no human ear had heard for thousands of years. Brent suddenly popped upright, and he began to float across the room. In another moment, he was tossing sturdily built 1940s deco furniture across the room, as though each piece was no heavier than a Lego block. With the house in ruins, Brent floated toward my friend's husband and wrapped his hands around the father's neck. The mother and child struggled in vain to get the father free from the demonic grip of Brent. Finally, the son shrieked, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to let go of my father. Brent fell to the ground like a popped balloon. He landed on his back, looking as though someone had just punched him hard in the stomach, while he appeared to be pinned by an invisible force to the ground. The family ran outside, locking the door behind them. 
hoping to keep Brent in. The sound of the strange words came from within, and neighbors began to appear in their porch lights, many running to the aid of the family. The door of the house opened slowly, and Brent emerged, while my friend borrowed a neighbor's phone to call her pastor, and her husband called 911. The neighborhood watched in horror as Brent sat, perched like a hideous frog on top of the car. In a few moments, the police arrived, and Brent seemed to fly through the air toward the police car, landing directly in front of the vehicle. It took four officers to subdue and cuff Brent, and several minutes to get him into the car. The neighbors began to talk. Old Mrs. Toffelmeyer, the 80-year-old church organist, said she had been awakened an hour earlier by the sounds of coyotes screeching. She saw Brent then on all fours with his head and neck stretched out, and he was howling as though he were an entire pack of coyotes. She watched him prance across the yard like a rabid animal before she closed her drapes. She dismissed it as a dream, and she went back to bed. Other neighbors heard the coyote sound. This didn't particularly frighten them, because they lived near the woods and wildlife was a common part of life there. The police later told my friend that Brent was armed with a loaded gun, although no one had seen it that night. They found it only when they frisked him. The family dog, Bubba, was nowhere to be found. It wasn't until the following afternoon that Bubba turned up in the garage hiding under the car. He was still terrified. A few days later, a neighbor reported hearing a cacophony of voices outside and turned, expecting to see the neighborhood children Instead, there was Bubba, barking dozens of What happened that night? Was it a drug-crazed lunatic? Was it a poor homeless man possessed by demons? Was it all mass hallucination? Was it the blood moon raining chaos throughout the neighborhood? Did it ever happen at all? Could it happen again? Could it happen tonight? That's for you to decide. Sleep well, friend. God, I hate, I, I hate the horror genre so much. 
but it is so much fun. I was born to be a demon, is what I'm saying. I, 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 was, I was born to be a demon. Slow laughs. to thank all the people that helped to keep this show on the air. Jenner Zeno and Studio Stargazer, Hermione Granger, Edith Keeler, and Coralie Day with Scott Knight are our producers. Our patrons are Sherlock, the mystery patron who is at the top of the patrons list, Mandy, Barbara Hauser, Kevin Boyce, and Joe March. Our sponsors begin with Lena Miller, who leads that lead. And we have Mike Cooper, Phil Parkman, Judy Weinrus Morris, Chris Donnelly, Corey Pluard, Claude Burt Lansden, Jesse Rogers, Virginia Rupert, Scott Shelby, Mark Rosma, Laura Engram, Natalie. Elizabeth Bennett, Zarif, and Robert Blomker. Our supporters are Cindy Mandel, Amos Stewart, Michelle Sylvester, Marley Maple Miracle, Carrie Dedeo, Ursula Phillips, Pavel Shabayev, Sarah Nimitz, John G., Christine L. Patterson, Chuck Curry, Corey, and our newest supporter, Roxanne Wolf. Roxanne, thanks so much for joining us. Our tearless supporter is Jareen. On Anchor, our top supporter is Zara. We also have Daniel H., Piper K. Young, A.A. Milne, John Donovan, Stacy Height, Cindy Mandel, and Corey again. Thank you so much to all of you for helping to keep this show alive.